lived a long time, Buffy, and I'm past that. I've been with dozens of girls like her. More. Oh, this honesty stuff is fun. And there's no comparison. I mean, 243 years, I've loved exactly one person. Oh. It is me, right? Next time, just ask. Okay. Buffy, be careful with this gift. A lot of things that seem strong and good and powerful, they can be painful. Like, say, immortality? <laughs> exactly. I'm dying to get rid of that. Funny? I'm a funny guy. And welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, our reaction. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about season three, episode 18, titled Earshot, directed by Regis Kimball, written by Jane Espenson. The original air date. Now we're getting into some craziness here because there is a little bit of chicanery happening so the original air date for this is september 21st 1999 to an audience of 5.08 million people however this episode was originally scheduled to be broadcast on april 27th but it was postponed due to the columbine high school shooting massacre that happened on april 20th in 1999 so this show, this episode got pushed quite a bit. Um, actually, the next episode, episode 19, aired before this one did. So, with that being said, Vance, what do you think about this episode? <laughs> wow, what a, what a lead into this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think of that? Uh, this episode started out a little slow. Mm -hmm. Had a really weird messaging at the end. I was going to say, I, I wanted to, the first question I wanted to ask you about this episode is, do you think it was handled tactfully? I think it was handled in the way Buffy the Vampire Slayer handles topics like this. I agree. Right. I There is a part of me that says like, this isn't very tactful. There are tactful moments. Yeah. But then... They get undercut weirdly. Ooh, that undercutting just... I was just like, really, guys? Yeah. Really? It was odd, especially considering the subject matter that they're tackling here. Yeah. Which is very... I mean, it's still salient even to this day. I know. <laughs> yeah. Which is very unfortunate. Like, even more so today. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, this one, I was like, okay, this is kind of tactful. This is interesting. It's an interesting spin on this kind of shit. And then it just goes out the window for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just go Buffy silly, which I loved. I love yeah. the Buffy silly. Then they go undercutty. Mm -hmm. And then they also do the thing that the show does, right? Throws in a really random twist reveal that you don't expect coming. 
Yeah. And you're like, why is that even here now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's a bizarre one. I can see why it got pushed back, especially after the Columbine high shooting. Yeah. But I, that was the, f- okay, so let's just talk about this really quick mm-hmm. before we get into the episode. To me, I feel like the Columbine high school shooting was like, the first big school shooting that I can remember. Is that like kind of the first big one that you can remember too? Yeah, that was a big one that made like headlines. And it was just like, because it was the two kids, they had armed guards going in there and they just were like running through that place. They made the documentary that yeah. I think won an Academy Award maybe. Uh, like, like this one. So there's a line in this episode where they talk about like how common school shootings seem to be. Mm-hmm. And this episode predates columbine which i thought was like you know the first big one mm-hmm. and, then, and then i was just kind of thinking after i heard that i was like i mean how common was it before columbine like i don't remember maybe just because of my age or whatever but i don't remember any like big school shootings happening before that no i mean they probably were like school i think it's tricky because i'm wondering if because i knew like certain schools in baltimore would have like the public schools would have you have to add clear backpacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I can't remember if that was before or after Columbine, but it was more like, oh, there's people, kids bringing guns to school and a fight might break out and a kid might shoot someone. But it yeah. wasn't, I don't think it was so much you go in and you shoot up a whole school, but yeah. they referenced that in this pre-Columbine. So I don't, Yeah, I would have to do a little more research. Um, me too and i did not <laughs> i love how i was like do you think that this episode was handled tactfully and then i'm like are we going to handle this tactfully? <laughs> it's gonna be handled as tactfully as we do <laughs> we're gonna try everybody i've got a mountain Dew, i've got a limited edition mountain dew flavor with me it's called voodoo so who knows this could go off the rails and this subtle sponsorship that we keep getting <laughs> i know mountain dew voodoo it's a mystery flavor people um but all right shall we get into the episode here vance before we get into it i want to i do want to give a shout out to uh carolyn or caroline w37 who left us a really lovely review on apple podcast oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. remember everybody it. yeah you review us on apple podcast you get a shout out you get a shout out shout out shout out so thank you was it carolyn w36 something three seven uh caroline carolyn not sure of the pronunciation but sure yeah we appreciate right, it thank you so okay. much glad you're also enjoying remember the show. we got a glad patreon the show remember we got a patreon too we're gonna have some extra shit coming up on there real soon um so yeah stay tuned all right so this episode opens up with a recap of the last episode of everything that uh, happened with faith and angel and the ascension and and Buffy being insecure about Angel kissing Faith and and all that jazz. And then also the Buffy and Angel, we need to go on a break thing that the episode ended with. So we get that. And then the episode actually opens up with Buffy fighting two demons in a playground. They're these big Power Ranger putty monster looking things. They got no mouths. Uh, and she's fighting them. She's kicking their asses and eventually she kills one of them with a knife and the other one runs off but after she kills this one demon 
She gets some kind of like weird branding on her hand that's in the shape of the blood splatter of the demon, which is like this electric blue, neon blue, glowy stuff. Very Predator-esque. Yeah. So she kills that demon. The other one gets away and she's like, well, I'll go get that one later. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> like you can see it running away. Yeah. I think they even reuse that shot later in this episode too of it running yeah. away. But I mean, just chase because the, the scene starts with her running from them and doing what she calls the run and stumble where she yeah. runs, falls over, and then they chase after her. She trips them. Yeah. She trips to make it they, look like she is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then the demons above her and she's like, you always fall for the trip and stumble. And then she turns it's like you're in a much less adv- advantageous position <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> also, if you're that good, chase after the one that's running away. Right. That's the whole job. Good old classic Buffy never chasing after anything. Yeah. Except for Angel. <laughs> <laughs> and she's already got him. Yeah. So it's school the next day and Buffy's talking to Willow about the two demons and the gang is researching about the Ascension and they're coming up empty. Giles is like, well, based on what we know, we can rule out the rise of a demon Amarath or whatever. And that's basically all I got. I got I got shit, dude. And everybody's like, geez, Giles, come on. I was saying that last episode when they did that whole big twist and they were like, yeah, you got everything. We got it. I'm like, what did you guys get? Yeah. Like, what info did you get from that? Like, you know, the date. Yeah. They know that it's graduation day. That that's it. And that the mayor is invincible. They did learn that little tidbit. Yeah. But that's about the intel that they they learned. And what was the price that they had to pay? Buffy had to watch Faith smooch and mack on her boy. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't really lose anything. <laughs> yeah. So Giles is a little frustrated. He's like, yeah, I don't really know what the fuck's going on, guys. I'm sorry about that. So Wesley shows up late and everybody's like, where the hell were you? And he was like, I was indisposed. Anyway, well, let's research the Ascension. Anybody come up with anything? And they're like, no, we're having a rough time. And then he kind of like gets a little snarky with Giles. He's like, oh... A little bit of a rough time, huh? Uh, I uh, Good thing that I'm doing some official Watcher Council business. Well, the way it goes is he comes in and Giles is like, oh, I was giving them a rundown of what I found. He's like, oh, so what did you do after that minute? Mm-hmm. And then Giles is like, touche. And then Giles walks around the table and he goes, well, since you have the official capacity and the backing yeah, of the, backing of the, the Watcher's Council... Council uh, what did you find out there, buddy boy? And then he says the Azeroth thing. And everyone just gets up and leaves. Yeah, kind of roll their eyes at <laughs> yeah. him like, you're fucking worthless. Yeah. <laughs> and Giles sitting there and he's like, hmm. We both, we both don't know anything and the world's about to end. Great. Good job there, Wes. Young whippersnapper. And did you think Wesley was coming from hooking up with Cordelia? No, I but I was confused as to like where he was and why he was late. And I'm also still very confused as to how he gets away with hanging out at this high school all day, they are, especially later in the episode. They are hanging out in the library like they have a little study room. Yeah. 
it's like all the students there and two the librarian and some random guy yeah i just don't understand how he gets away with this <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> maybe he <laughs> uh, yeah we just need like a half a scene where he talks to uh principal snyder about being like a guidance like a, counselor or something i don't know yeah, like a library uh teacher's assistant (laughs) librarian assistant something just something that excuses them for being in school yeah but yeah everybody kind of rolls their eyes at wesley head out and he's just left there and giles is like oh okay you you ain't shit wesley so then willow's talking to buffy and she asks buffy if you know are you an angel all good you know i know that you were a little upset about the whole faith situation and Buffy's still jealous about it. She's still got her hang-ups about it. She's like, I mean, I don't know. I I just wonder if if he actually liked it. I, like, I'm worried that he had more. It was more than just an act. And he was just like really wanted to bang faith and blah, blah, blah. And then out of nowhere, some dude comes walking down the hallway named Hogan. And everyone's like, hey, what's up, Hogan? How are you, Hogan? And then Xander gets all jealous. He's like, oh, everybody thinks this is fucking Hogan guy is the coolest guy ever because he can put a stupid ball through a net. He's not that cool. And then Hogan goes, oh, hey, what's up, Xander? And Xander's like, oh, my God, he said hi to me. <laughs> yeah. It's all schoolgirly. And then uh, Hogan's traveling with Percy West, who, as we learned in the last couple episodes in Doppelgang land, uh, he is the 2T He's being tutored by Willow and he comes up to Willow and he's like, hey, I did the readings. I did almost all the readings last night. And Willow's like, did you do all of them? He's like, no, I'll do the rest of it at lunch. And Willow's like, okay, good job. And he's like, you're going to come to the game tonight? And she's like, I wouldn't miss it for the world. And then Percy and Hogan walk away. And then he goes, see you later, Xander. And Xander's like, oh, fuck yeah, this guy acknowledged me. (laughs) Percy's in two episodes. Yeah. Now, I remember in Doppelgangland, mm-hmm. you had the theory that Willow was going to try and hook up with Percy West. And I was like, I don't see that at all. In this scene, mm-hmm. I was like, is Vance fucking onto something? Is Vance a soothsayer, dude? I thought she was going to like study at his place. It, it'll be close. And then like something would happen. And she'd be like, I'm a bad girl, so I'm going to do it. It was a mm. brief thought that I had. Never thought he was coming back in the show yeah. after that episode. Me neither. But now she's like, oh, I'm going to the pep rallies. I'm going to the games. He's all happy talking to her. Yeah. Well, like when, when Percy and Hogan leave, Buffy's like, you're going to the basketball game? Mm-hmm. When do you care about basketball? And I was like, I, I never did, but I started going just to support Percy. And like, it's actually really freaking cool. And I love it. Yeah. She's like, and I was like, oh my God. When Oz wasn't putting out, I had to like go to the <laughs> Look, I tried to fuck Oz. He turned me down. So whatever. And Xander's, you know, he's already taken. So Um, the weirdest thing is Percy thinks that Willow is super strong because she choked the shit out of him at the Bronx. Yeah. Like that's his reality. So everybody else thinks that Willow is a cold blooded murderer. Yeah. (laughs) Just murdered that lady on the dance floor. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Um, so Percy and Hogan leave and Buffy's like yeah I didn't know that you were going and she's like yeah you should come Buffy we're all going Xander Oz we're all gonna go Cordelia's gonna be there she's cheerleading 
you should come if you weren't on patrol. And Buffy's like, yeah, man, sometimes being the Slayer sucks. And we're back in this whole shebang again. And can I say, this patrol thing makes zero sense to me. Because <laughs> we see her on patrol and she's like, like her strolling down the street with Angel um, later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but shouldn't she be where the people are? Is it? She wants to be where the people are. <laughs> I mean, it's just like wherever Buffy is, that's where the danger happens. So, like, yeah, just have her go to the pep rally. She should go to the bronze every single night of her life. Yeah, it should be the point <laughs> where, like, we think you have a problem. You go out to the club every night. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, because people die there every night. She gets a reputation as, like, this big party girl like yeah you can't fucking do anything without inviting buffy i still don't know what her <laughs> reputation is in school dude especially after this episode yep. too gets more and more confusing every episode but uh yeah she so buffy's sad that she can't go to the basketball game and then then she's showing giles the 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 demon branding she was like yeah when i when i killed the first demon it left a little like kind of little scar or something now it's starting to itch and Giles is like, yeah, it's not a big deal. Let me read about this demon. Here, is this the demon? And he shows her a book, and he's got the exact demon. <laughs> Meticulously and, sketched. Like, the demon stood still for a portrait. Yeah. Um, and Buffy's like, yeah, that's the demon. And Giles goes, oh, well, it's interesting, because I just read that if you kill one of these demons, and you touch it, like, I guess, skin to skin or something, if you if you get touched by this demon, it will infect you with an aspect of the demon. And Buffy's like, "What? Are you serious? I'm gonna get infected? Giles infected with an aspect of the demon?" And Giles is like, "Don't worry about it. You know, your itchy hand it could be anything. It could be f- a new fabric softener." I'm like, "What are you talking about, Giles?" When he said that, I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that he's just trying to comfort her. Like, he's trying to comfort her a lot during this episode, yeah. and then, like, later on, it just does not. I, I don't think you have to pull punches with Buffy. Like, you yeah. guys have seen everything. Yeah, so now Buffy is all fucking paranoid about this aspect of the demon thing, and we go to a scene where Cordelia is cheerleading, and they're doing, she's in their cheerleading gang, and they're at this pep rally outside on the quad, and they're doing a. Hogan specific cheer, which I was, I have never seen a high school like specifically cheer for one player. Yeah. You <laughs> might have that player give the speech afterwards, like the team captain will like give a speech or whatever. But mm-hmm. the cheerleaders at the pep rally. Well, I don't even know if my school had cheerleaders. I don't think we did. I don't know. But yeah, I've never seen it done. Like, I mean, they're in the championships too. Or whatever. They're yeah, in a playoffs. They made it. They're in a the playoffs. Play- playoffs. Playoffs. They're in. And it's basketball like, season, so we still have a long time for graduation. That's true. Basketball so season is a winner. Several months. It's the winter uh, sport. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but based on like how much this Hogan guy is being celebrated, like I don't know why they were so tripped up about Percy West. Like it seems like Hogan's the star of the the show. On the basketball team, and yeah. Percy is just kind of, I guess, like his, his. I think, uh, I think they Scottie said, Pippen. I think they said Percy West is the star point guard, maybe. Okay. As and this guy, who knows? What I guess he's the center. He looked really tall. Looks really tall, but like tall for but basketball. Also, that could be like he's a shooting guard. 
Or like, also, he could be a small forward. Yeah. Also white. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's some, there's white players that are stars. Yeah, yeah. He could be a Pau Gasol. He could be a Luka Doncic. Yeah, Doncic. I mean, you had a good Doncic. basketball player at your white high school, right? No, no. <laughs> Our basketball team sucked. Okay. <laughs> also, we had way more black people at my high school uh, was than black, Sunnydale. Was the basketball team all black? Mm, it was no. like half and half, I yeah. think. I mean, our lacrosse team had black people. <laughs> like, it's not sunny. Like, okay, we, yeah. we both went to high school in Baltimore, Vance. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're doing a cheer for for Hogan. It's a pep rally, and Willow's there, and Buffy's there, and Xander's there, and Oz is there, and they're all watching. And and f- for some reason, like Willow's reading the school newspaper, and she's like, "Man." This school newspaper is pretty dark, dude. It's pretty depressing. This guy named Freddie, Freddie Iverson, like his editorials are really depressing and apathetic and just like, this guy's got problems, it seems like. And she folds the paper down. She throws it down. And Oz goes, oh, I don't really read it. I just go straight to the obits. And I was like, nice, Oz. Very cool. Good line. Um, And Buffy is like itching her neck and she's itching all over the place. And she gets up and she's still paranoid about this aspect of the demon thing. And Willow follows after and she's like, I just don't know what the fuck's going to happen, Willow. I'm checking for horns. I might grow a tail. Like, I don't know what this aspect of the demon is going to be, but I'm so fucking paranoid. And Willow's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And she like woos at the pet rally. And Buffy's like, are you really not paying attention to me? And uh, yeah. Oh, then she. Are you about to say what she said? Oh, no, no. You said it. Oh, then uh, she goes, well, the key takeaway is Willa goes, was it a boy demon? Like, yeah, a, oh, like a pregnancy yeah, yeah, scare yeah. type thing. Well, I thought it was like, was it a boy demon? Like, because Buffy's like, I could grow horns. I could grow a tail. And then Willa says, was it a boy demon? And in my mind, it was like, she could grow a demon dick. Mm. In my mind, I was like, oh, she could be pregnant with the demon. Well, either way, no bueno. Yeah. And then we go back to... But she's dating a vampire, so like, what, I mean... I don't very true. Crazy. She did bang a, don't a vampire. Yeah. And it ma- made him lose his soul. <laughs> so, who knows? So, we go back to Oz and Xander, and they're just kind of like gawking at the cheerleaders. And, and Xander's looking at Cordelia specifically, and he's like, I don't know why I was ever so hung up on her. Like, look at all the rest of these. Sexy ass cheerleaders. I could get with any of these cheerleaders. It's not a big deal. Cordelia's not that hot. And then Wesley walks by and he's walking up the stairs on the quad and he sees, and Xander sees him looking at Cordelia. And Xander's like, Look at this fucking guy. He's looking at my girl. Fuck Wesley. What, what a creep. And then Oz is like, You're a very complex man there, Xander, aren't you? <laughs> now, uh, yeah. How visible is Wesley to this campus? And like, what is his? How has a teacher not asked what is up with him? Yeah. Like he's walking. It's like the busy quad. Everyone's on the staircase going up and down. He's there in a, standing out in a really nice blue suit. Who is this guy? Yeah. Like not even a student's going to ask. Like who? No one's curious. I could see students not asking. A student might ask another student, mm-hmm. like, who that dude is. But I don't think they'd be like, what? 
Like you just be like, oh, that's somebody's parent or something, you know, like you wouldn't really think about it. But the teacher has to be like, who is this dude on campus every day? Yeah. Like, I don't remember seeing him at like, I'm assuming teachers have teacher meetings before the school year or they whatever. Have a, they have a lounge. They have the teacher yeah. lounge. No one, like the, the sight of him outside the library, yeah. just like walking around campus is what really clued it into me. Like, how does no one fucking yeah. notice this guy? Is he invisible or something? Like, what the fuck? And he's but creeping. Anyway. On yeah, he's creeping on Cordelia. Like, this gawking. Is, this is, yeah. Dude, this episode <laughs> kicks shit up a notch. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Buffy's still paranoid. She's all worried about the horns and the aspect of the demon stuff. And, yeah. So she goes out on patrol alone, as she used to do before Faith existed, and how slayers are supposed to. <laughs> uh, I don't think they should go on patrol at all. Yeah. Do you think that they should have like a slayer signal? Dude, they... what are demons doing out in the middle of a playground when no one's out? I just True. don't get it. Well, they chased her there, so maybe they were somewhere else and she did the whole... Dude, also that outfit that she was wearing when she was fighting them in the first scene. <laughs> it was... It looked like an outfit she had in a different episode. Yeah, before. like that baggy tracksuit yeah. type of deal. Yeah. Like, what the... It's so weird. It looks so big on her. Yeah. But not tonight. Tonight, she's wearing, like, form-fitting uh, camisole. She's got leather jacket on. Yeah, why does she not go out in, like, workout clothes? I know for That's TV, what it, I'm probably, saying. it probably just isn't what they want. But I think the stuff that she trains with Giles in... When yeah. she's like punching, that's what she should go out in. Yes. Like very with the coat because it gets a little chilly at night and sunny. Yeah, I mean it is winter time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, how how could like you you should have like very free movement clothes. <laughs> Not this like restrictive high heels and leather <laughs> pants and leather jacket. <laughs> Especially when you're going out to fight demons and vampires. Yeah. But anyway, she's on patrol and she's still paranoid and she's checking every five seconds, like she's checking if she's got horns. She looks at herself in a mirror and she's like, oh, do I still have horns? And she closes the mirror. And this was a fun little scene, like angels standing right behind her, but you can't see him in the mirror because he's a vampire. And he, she closes the mirror and, she, and he goes, sorry. It would be so easy to kill Buffy if she can let people sneak up on her like this. Yeah. It also, if she sensed someone behind her, uh -huh. she could turn around and just Stay. kill that person. Yeah. Like, that's risky as fuck for Angel to be doing, dude. Like, you're not the only vampire that could not yeah. show up in a in a mirror behind her. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Cool effect, but yeah. So she's like, oh, hey, what's what are you doing here, Angel? And he's like, I'm just here to make sure that you're being safe. And Buffy's like giving him some sass about you know being safe and the whole faith situation and he's like what's your deal dude like what and she tells him about the the demon aspect that she's been uh infected with and he knows all about it already he's like yeah the demon aspect that's just a rumor don't even just put that out of your mind that's not even a real thing and buffy's like well what if it is and uh, then she starts to do her whiny, I wish I was at the basketball game shit. Yeah, this is the point of the episode where I was like, I'm so tired of them talking about the aspect of the demon. Because yeah. they've been mentioning it for like scenes. 
And yeah. the episode starts really quick. Like, but mm-hmm. they get in, she gets blood on her. It's like, oh, you're going to have some thing. I'm like, let's just jump into it. And now it feels yeah. like we're stalling until the reveal. Well, I was more sick of like the I'm sad that I can't be a regular teenager conversation again. We're going to get that every three to five episodes. It's such bullshit at this point. Like <laughs> she's already overcome that like annoyance a thousand times and like accepted her role as the slayer like a she's gonna have times. angel's baby and uh she's gonna have angel and spike's baby and be raising them and still being like i just can't believe i have to be a slayer <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying dude but uh yeah then uh she's still worried about the whole uh thing she's like what if i grow up horns what if i grow a tail and then angel gets really creepy with this and he's like don't worry babe i'd still love you even you're still my girl and i'd still love you even if you had a you were covered in slime and buffy was like oh that's so nice except for that last part yeah i mean and also except that you just you're on a break how many how many times does he have to confess his undying literally love for her <laughs> for her to get it like what else can he do dude teenage shit yeah i know yeah i um, feel like i didn't even like that stuff when i was a teenager though like yeah. in, in, in movies and tv yeah but you I know you're it's not different a, i know you're you're I'm very pragmatic and analytical yeah, I didn't know you as a teenager, but if you were anything like you are now, you're like you're a very cynical, jaded dude. <laughs> you're just like, no, fuck off. I mean, he said I love you like 50 times. She's like, I need 51. Yeah. 51,000. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the second episode where Willow's like, uh, go talk to him. Yeah, why don't you just go talk to him? Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, man. But uh, yeah, so that's that scene. Then, next day at school, and boy, oh boy, do we have a Joe's Fashion Corner moment here. Xander Harris with this red and green paisley hideous button down. Just uh, atrocious looking, dude. What did you think of the yellow sweater? V-neck dude sweater he looked he like a little fucking easter baby like the yellow sweater in the earlier scenes <laughs> yeah. it looked so stupid he it, and it was also really tight and his pants were so baggy yeah it just it's, looked weird it's the 90s baggy pants look because buffy's pants are so baggy at the end of this episode too yeah but like he uh, looked, it was so comfortable back then man khakis <laughs> loose khakis <laughs> dude I was I was looking at him in that little like Easter baby outfit, like a little peep. Yeah. And I was like, oof, that's a bad outfit. But I wasn't like it wasn't enough to to like be like, oh, he's just wearing like a yellow sweater. Yeah. But it looked bad. Yeah. But this one, <laughs> I don't even know what he's going for there. Like, I have no <laughs> clue what this shirt is. And there's a moment, I think it's later in the episode with Willow. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, even worse. Yes, I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah. But Xander in the scene, this this button down, it is vomit inducing. It's is so gross. But it's uh 
it's it's Xander, Willow, and Oz, and they're talking about the game. And they're like, oh, my God, what an amazing game. I've never seen such an amazing basketball game. Hit a three-pointer at the last second to win. Holy shit. And then Buffy comes strolling up. And they're like, everybody shut the fuck up. Don't, Don't act like it was a good game. Don't act like Buffy missed out. And Buffy comes over, and everyone's awkwardly silent. And Buffy catches on immediately. Well, there's a great line before Buffy shows up. (laughs) <laughs> from Xander. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. referring to Oz. He's like, they're like, oh, it's a great game. He's like, I thought you, it was a great game. I thought you were actually going to make an expression. Yeah. And he's and like, Oz was like, I was almost, yeah, I was almost there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like interesting to try to figure out what Willow and Oz's relationship is. Yeah. It, it, and it's like a fun self-awareness of mm-hmm. Oz to be like, yeah, I almost, they almost got me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Buffy comes over, everyone's awkwardly silent. And uh, she's like, well, either you, the game was terrible and you guys didn't feel the need to talk to me about it. Or it was amazing and you don't want me to know how amazing it was. And they were like, oh, it was nothing. It was, it was kind of a ho-hum, no big deal game. And. As everyone's saying that, Cordelia walks over and she's like, what are you guys even talking about? That was the most amazing basketball game I've ever seen and ever cheered for. I think it's now like a part of my core memories. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that game. And Buffy's like, great. (laughs) I do like this area that they hang out in. I think this is my favorite hangout spot for them. It's cool. They're like dual couches facing Mm -hmm. each other. It's really nice. Um. And Buffy is sad that she can't go. And Cordelia walks away and Xander looks over at her. And I had to rewind this part because I thought that I missed something. But he thinks, God, I wonder if Cordelia and Wesley have kissed yet. But as I was watching it, I didn't see his mouth move. And I was like, what the fuck kind of ADR bullshit is this? Like, what's what's going on? (laughs) But Buffy goes... Oh, you're really, that's really bugging you, ain't it? And Xander goes, what's bugging me? And Buffy goes, the whole Cordelia and Wesley thing. And then Xander hits the uh, nail on the head here. He goes, wow, it's like you read my mind. (laughs) Yeah, because I was like, Buffy wouldn't have been able to put two and two together immediately. Yeah. (laughs) But she, he's like, you read my mind. She's like, there it is. Yep. And she's like, like, you get a little zoom in on Buffy's face, like, Oh shit. This and, is the fucking craziest. Yeah. And this is our act break, you know, um, commercial break. But yeah, it was like they were stalling for this reveal and it felt like it a little bit. Like they set up some stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it was just so much talking about this demon thing. Mm-hmm. So then we come back from commercial break and Buffy's roaming the hallways. And she's she can hear everybody's minds. She walks past a teacher and this teacher's like, this job, he's clerks in real hard. He's like, this job would be fucking great if it wasn't for all these students. We got to get rid of these students. And Buffy's like, geez, that's pretty bullshit. She walks by a girl and this girl is thinking like, oh my God, I don't know why I took French. Why did I think French would be easy? That was so stupid of me. And she kind of walks off. Then Buffy walks by this dude. And the dude's thinking, wow, Buffy is so beautiful. And then Buffy stops and starts like posing in front of this guy. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> she like takes a second she like brushes her hair out of her mm -hmm. face and she's kind of like "Ooh, this guy thinks i'm beautiful that's nice and then the next thought in that guy's head is like man i would like to just slam her against the locker and then buffy's like oh jesus christ and starts walking away very quickly <laughs> yep the school so then Buffy goes to the library and she tells Giles that she has inherited this pretty dope aspect of the demon. I can read people's minds. It's crazy. And Giles is like, how do you know that you're reading people's minds? It could be just kind of like some kind of intuition. Yeah, I don't understand a... why Giles is. I hate when Giles gets like doubtful and starts saying like the opposite things after everything he's been through. Yeah, I would believe anything <laughs> if I was Giles at this point. Yeah, she could be like, I I floated on a cloud last night yeah and wrote a, a, a tortoise back down to earth and i'd be like okay it, yeah let i'd me be look like it up. let me research that <laughs> <laughs> let me research floating tortoises yeah <laughs> but uh giles is like yeah maybe it's just your intuition and then we have a little bit of a giles fashion corner moment here <laughs> yeah we do because buffy's like i can absolutely read minds because when i came in here you thought look at those shoes that buffy's wearing she would wear a cat on her feet if a fashion magazine told her to. And Giles is like, all right, you can read my <laughs> Joe's Fashion Corner has a lot of uh, competition now. I know. But Buffy's like, yeah, I can read everyone's minds. Like I this, there's this one teacher that's he's, he doesn't like the students. And man, all the boys in this school are disgusting. And I was like, dude, they're teenage boys. They're hormonal motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, but well, this school is definitely worse. That's very true. She does say that they're disturbed. Yeah. Um, and Buffy's like, this is, could be an amazing superpower, Giles. Like, we could use this to our advantage. The world is our oyster. And Giles is like, that's a great idea. We could do this to, like, you know, figure out where demons are and we can use it for good and use it for our slayer powers. And Buffy's like, even better. I've got an even better idea. And the next scene is her in class and she's using mind reading to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really, Buffy? Yeah, so she's she's like giving this teacher all these answers about uh, Othello. And uh, she's copying. She's reading the mind of this like egghead girl. And Buffy is saying everything that she is about to say and thinking. And then the egghead girl's like, fuck, I was about to say that. Oh, fuck, I was about to say that. It's bullshit. And then she Buffy reads Willow's mind. And Willow's like... How is Buffy smart all of a sudden? Did she actually do <laughs> And then Xander's like, did she study? Were we supposed to study? Like, and then Xander's like, this teacher's kind of hot. Yeah. And then it shows the teacher. I was like, man, Xander. <laughs> <laughs> Xander has not learned his lesson. Like, teachers should be definitely off limits for him. Yeah. And uh, he should up his standards. <laughs> oh, know? dude. Buffy stealing this girl's answers is so wrong like yeah if they would have spent oh just like one scene in the beginning of showing this girl be like somewhat mean to buffy or something or like even well, yeah, the class like why is buffy doing this to this girl like she's... well because buffy's also like giving her the stink eye yeah. after every answer that she steals from her yeah, like what is this girl doing what <laughs> who is this girl to buffy yeah so then buffy is like going around and reading the minds of everyone in class and she gets to this kind of goth looking dude. He's a little goth. He's got a little tight black long sleeve shirt on. And 
It looks like he's wearing mascara a little bit. And, and he's, she reads, a, he's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> so she reads his mind and his his thoughts are like, man, all these people just begging for this stupid teacher's approval. Like, the, I, I forget what the actual quote yeah, is. I don't know. But it's basically that. like, you're all a bunch of lemmings. You're all a bunch of sheep. And Buffy goes to Willow. She goes like, who's that guy? And Willow looks and she's like, oh, that's Freddie Iverson. That's the guy who's uh, dark and disturbed newspaper articles that I was reading. He, he's a writer for the school newspaper and he's got some fucked up uh, shit that he's writing about in the newspaper. And Buffy's like, huh, okay, that's weird. Um, but then also... The teacher's talking about... Well, well, they cut back to Freddy, and he has a thought. The teacher's talking about something, and then she says a line. And then Freddy's like, oh, I like that word. I'll have to note it down or something. So mm-hmm. he's definitely like a writer. Yeah. like yeah. But the teacher's... Uh, then Buffy starts cheating off of the teacher's thoughts. Mm-hmm. And she says something, and the teacher's like, oh, my God. I said exactly that in my dissertation on this play. And Buffy's like, I know. I mean... Cool. <laughs> but this is where Buffy kind of gets a thought in her in her own head because they're talking about Othello and about how uh, he was never really sure. If, it's so on the nose. This is, yeah. <laughs> if like his lover was cheating on her on him and there's no way that he could know. And Buffy's like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> It's like the subtlety of this episode is just not there. Yeah. It's like you read my thoughts. Yeah. Like you read my mind, Buffy. So Buffy is <laughs> you like... You never know what Iago was up to. <laughs> like, she's connecting the dots to, I'm going to use my mind reading powers on Angel to see if he really enjoyed smooching on Faith. So the next scene is Buffy goes over to Angel's mansion to read his mind and She's like, hey, what's up? And it's daytime and she just bursts open and Angel's like, whoa, dude. What? <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, sorry. Daytime. Sorry. 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 <laughs> Did she knock and he went to the door? Like, it looks like he's just waking up. Yeah, I think that he was just roaming his mansion <laughs> like a caged tiger and <laughs> Buffy just decides to just burst in and you like open those flaps, those, yeah. those, uh. What is, it, what is it? Uh darkening blinds that he has. Um, and he almost runs directly into sunlight. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. But he's like, oops, sorry. Uh, I came over after school. I wanted to see you, and I forgot that it's daytime, and that's your weakness, because I'm really wrapped up in my right. evil plan right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she goes over and she's like, I just wanted to talk and uh wanted to see how you're feeling about this whole faith situation. And she keeps, she's like, yeah, how do you feel about faith? And I wonder everything I went on patrol and I'm worried about faith. And cause, cause faith and, and faith and it's, it's different out now because I don't, I'm not, I got faith to worry about and faith. What do you think about faith? And she like leans in a little bit to like, you know, <laughs> you know what it looks like? It looks like that meme where this is the guy explaining something to the girl. Or the girl explaining something to the guy. <laughs> like uh, to me, it kind of looks like the Leonardo Di- DiCaprio Inception, like squinty, like yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like got nothing. Like I yeah. love that it was like I don't think he has thoughts. 
Yeah, he's just like staring straight ahead. He's not even looking at Buffy. Yeah. He's just st- sitting down, staring straight ahead. And Buffy's trying so hard to like get him to have a thought. He's so she- good at brooding. He's so good at it. <laughs> and Buffy can't hear any of his thoughts. And she keeps mentioning faith and faith and faith. And then she does the squint in. Mm-hmm. And the angel just looks over at her and goes, you can't get into my mind. And Buffy's like, what? What, what, do, you, what do you mean? He's like, the yeah, aspect of the demon. You can read minds. I understand now. Like, I get it. <laughs> you can't get into my mind because it's kind of like the mirror. And then he gives some kind of bullshit explanation about why. Yeah, the, the no reflection in the mirror and no reflection of the mind, whatever. They don't even need this excuse. It's fine. I was like, you just can't read vampires' minds. That's fine. Like, I, whatever yeah. you say. At least they yeah, say the way, something. At least they say something, you know? The way that they explained it away, I was like, that sounds like kind of bullshit, but whatever. The whole thing's bullshit. All of it bullshit. So Buffy's like, oh, so you you figured out I was trying to read your mind and see if you actually liked Kiss and Faith. And Angel's just like, hey, stupid. Why didn't you just ask me? Why don't you just talk to me? And Buffy's like, because that would make too much sense. <laughs> Nice little aware moment. And Angel's like, look, I've done the whole bad girl thing. That was just an act. I was just doing it. I'm sorry if it hurt you, but I've done this whole bad girl thing. I don't want a girl like Faith. I want a girl like you. Trust me. I've been down that road before dozens of times. Probably more. And Buffy's like, great. (laughs) Loving this whole telling the truth thing. It's like I'm 240 years old, lady. He he says at a specific age, 243. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 243 years old, and in my, all of my years of my life, I've only loved one woman. And Darla. Buffy's <laughs> 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 uh, Buffy's like, I hope it's me. And Angel's like, yeah, fucking goddammit. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, what else? It's so annoying. And then Angel's like, well, let me tell you something. Once you get a gift like this, you need to be really careful with it because it could come back to haunt you. And Buffy's like, kind of like immortality. And he's like, yeah, I wish I could die. <laughs> well, he's like, I'm dying to get rid of this. Yeah. And then she's like, ha ha. And he, he yeah. says, I'm a funny guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> he said it's just so straight. Uh, so then it's the next day at school. Or it, it's not the next day at school because Xander's still wearing that hideous outfit. No, she just she just jogged from school. She took a class. <laughs> jogged all the way up to this whatever castle that's nowhere near the school. And then just jogged back down to school because she doesn't have a car. Okay. Fair enough. That's how she gets around, I guess. So they're back in the library and the whole gang is there. And Buffy has revealed to everyone at this point that she can read minds. And Xander goes, oh, my God, you can read our minds, our every impulse, our fantasy. And Buffy goes, yep. And then you just hear Xander's thought and he goes, oh, God, (laughs) which I loved. Then Buffy starts reading everyone's mind over around the room. Mm hmm. And I loved when she gets to Oz. Yes. Oz and Cordelia for me win it. Yeah. So Cordelia's thoughts are just like, 
I don't know how this applies to me. And then she immediately says, I don't know how this applies to me. Yeah, she says exactly <laughs> what she thinks. And it's so perfect. <laughs> There's no and, filter at all. Yeah, it's fantastic. And then Buffy looks over at Oz and Oz is like, so wait, if Buffy can read my thoughts, then Buffy knows everything I know. And Buffy is everything that I am and thus erases who I am. And Buffy kind of like raises her eyebrows. She's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oz is getting real metaphysical about yeah. this. And she looks over at Willow and Willow's like, this is so awesome. This is going to be so great. And Willow's thoughts are like, but if Buffy knows all things that everyone's reading, everyone's thinking, then she doesn't have a use for me. And Buffy's never going to hang out with me again. And Buffy's like, Willow, don't think that. And Willow's like, I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> and then uh, Xander... She looks back over at Xander and Xander can't stop thinking about sex. And he's like, oh, my God, Buffy can read all of my minds. Don't think about sex. Don't think about sex. Uh, baseball, uh, basketball. That basketball game was cool. He does some uh, math like five, five times six is 32. Yeah. He's like, nice. Good job. Good job. Anyway, uh, don't think about sex. Uh, sex. Oh, Buffy. Oh, naked Buffy. And Buffy's like, Xander, is that all you think about? And Xander goes, well, actually, and then just gets up and runs out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was odd. Because it's also like, dude, he's a fucking high school boy, you know? Yeah. I do think that it's overplayed that the guys think about sex every five seconds thing. Yeah. There's yeah. not that <laughs> stat about like guys think about sex every second, seven seconds. I'm just Nothing like, would get dude. done in the world. No, absolutely not. <laughs> dude, it's such bullshit. It's more like 12 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Just start Give timing it fucking... with this podcast. You can be like, okay, yeah. 12 seconds. 12 Give seconds. us a, a good five-second buffer yeah. on that seven seconds. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Xander runs out of the room. And as he does that, Wesley's like, I think Xander just illustrated an, a very important point of this superpower that you now have, Buffy, is that not everyone is going to want you to read their minds and we are we need to figure out a way to like protect our thoughts from you reading our minds and giles is like yes this is going to take very intense uh mental fortitude and discipline and then buffy starts reading wesley's mind which is incredibly unfortunate wesley needs to go <laughs> yeah because wesley is looking over at cordelia and his thoughts are my God, Cordelia is so beautiful. Oh my God, I can't stop looking at her. Jesus. Get it together, Wesley, get it together. And then he looks down and he looks back up and Buffy has leaned in yeah. and is staring at him with her eyebrows raised like, so this is what you think about, huh, buddy? Mm -hmm. And then Wesley's like, oh shit. And he's like, I'm going to leave. Uh, I'm going to go into Giles' office. Yeah. And he scurries over there. Is it? And he has been in a couple scenes with uh, Willow, but mm -hmm. he hasn't really ever interacted with her besides when she was evil Willow and he held up the cross in water. Mm -hmm. I don't think they've ever exchanged any any lines. So then Willow is uh, she? Buffy looks over at Oz, and Oz is getting even more metaphysical, and he's just like, "Jesus Christ! If I don't exist, if she can." 
read all of my thoughts. Like if I don't exist, like what am I? If she can read every, she, she is everyone. She can read everyone's mind. So she is everyone. So she is the world. No one exists. What are we? And then Buffy is looking over like, oh my God, Oz is freaking the fuck out right now. Then she looks over at Willow and Willow's thoughts are, Buffy can read Oz's mind. Buffy knows Oz better than I ever will. How am I going to be able to like please Oz if Buffy knows knows uh, Oz better than I would? And then Buffy just goes, Willow, stop thinking like that. And was like, I'm sorry, Buffy, I can't. You tell me like what not to think and it just makes me want to think about it more. And I'm sorry, but I can't really be around you right now. And then so she gets up and leaves. And then Oz is like, I'm with the redhead. And he gets up and leaves. And then everyone's just, and then Buffy's like, well, great. No one wants to hang out with me now because I can read all their thoughts. This sucks. And she gets real mopey about it. Yeah, and so then Wesley, Buffy, Wesley comes out. He's oh, like, yeah, can you yeah, hear yeah. my thoughts in this room? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, God damn it. She's like, I'm going to leave. And Giles so, is holding books like, oh, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> so but Buffy leaves. I, the thing about the, the insecurity of Willow. Mm-hmm. Of the fact that if it's not like if Buffy knew more about um, uh, it, she should think of it like, oh, if she finds out about Oz, she can just tell Willow. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only way anyone's gonna ever know what Oz was thinking because <laughs> Oz is a closed book. I love that. Like this just delves further into like the deep thinking mind of Oz because Oz is a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's like a he is a certified character. weirdo. Yeah. Um, but a fun, yeah, like you yeah, said, a fun yeah. weirdo. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, you could finally figure out what the hell Oz is thinking mm-hmm. with Buffy. Not like, oh no, this will she'll be closer to Oz. She won't like Oz after hearing this. It's kind of like that meme, you know, where it's like the guy and the girl in bed, and the girl looks distraught, and she's like, he's probably thinking about other women. <laughs> yeah, and it shows the man's thoughts, and he's just like, if she's everything, if she can read my thoughts, she is everyone. oh man so then buffy leaves the the library she excuses herself and she starts to walk down the school hallway and this is like a very cool and important scene for this episode and also for life everybody life lesson here as she's walking down the hallway she's reading everyone's mind and everyone has all of these crazy insecurities and they're all like man what if my boobs aren't big enough? What if I'm not tall enough? Oh man, I hope my hair looks terrible today. I feel awful. I feel disgusting. I feel fat. Do I look fat in this? Blah, blah, blah. Like all these insecurities, all this, uh, like, oh, I'm failing classes and just everybody's walking around with their own worries, with their own stresses. And Buffy starts to look around. She's like, man, this sucks. Like I didn't realize how much pain everybody is going through all the time. This is wild. And then I have it the worst, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then we go back to the library and Giles and Wesley have found the last person who has been infected with the aspect of the demon. They found a little bit of research in the Watcher journals. And Wesley's like, well, what does it say about this guy? And Giles is like, um... This guy went into isolation because he couldn't stand hearing everyone's thoughts all the time because it just drove him insane. So he went into isolation and they're like, oh, God, Buffy is going to go crazy. 
And then so Buffy's in line at in the cafeteria. She bumps into Jonathan, our boy Jonathan, mm-hmm. who is the Emmy winner, right? He directed something? He was nominated this year. He won an Emmy a while ago for Learned something else. that through our Discord? Well, he I think he uh, was directing episodes of Dope Sick, I think. Oh, I okay, okay, okay. But I think he, he won for some other show years ago. Good job. What a career this guy's had. I had no idea. I still don't really know who he is. <laughs> But, like, he's one of those behind-the-scenes dudes that's just, like, been in Hollywood for forever and you don't even know anything about him. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. So Buffy bumps into him in the lunch line and he's like, oh, my God, she bumped into me. She notices me. This is weird. She's like, oops, sorry. He's like, oh, my God, she talked to me. This is crazy. Somebody noticed me. All right. Well, whatever. She She's talked to him before. Yeah, everyone has like had interactions with this guy before. She but, saved his uh, life. She saved his life from the sh- gun shooting, right? Yeah, I mean, she was about to get, or, or Cordelia was about to get hooked up with him, and yeah, he black he blackmailed her for uh for more money for the cupcakes during the the prom queen thing. Oh yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> he extorted her. Yeah, he did some extortion. <laughs> he was eating her snacks at her at her welcome back party. But yeah, so. So Buffy's looking around and she's hearing all of these thoughts at once and she starts to go a little bit crazy. She's looking around. She can hear all of these thoughts at once. And this reminded me of a cracked article I read a couple of years ago about why exactly you wouldn't want this superpower at all. Because there's no I way that you never could... want this superpower. Dude, this is a this is more of a curse than yeah, anything. Absolutely. But it's basically like you would it's one of those articles like all the superpowers you wouldn't want. Like if you had super speed, like your mm-hmm. clothes would rip off and your skin would rip off and all this stuff, and the friction would cause a fire. And mm-hmm. if you've learned how to fly, like you don't have like an internal GPS, so you you wouldn't have any idea where you're going. And the the uh, passage that they had about mind reading is exactly what Buffy's going through right now. You wouldn't know how to turn it off unless you like actually mentally focused or something and it would drive you insane. And Buffy's going crazy in the cafeteria. She she's holding her head. She can't stop everyone else's thoughts except for she hones in really hard on one thought that she can hear very loudly and clearly. And the thought is, by this time tomorrow, I'm going to kill everyone here or something like that. Yeah. Um, do you have kill, the exact I'm going to kill you all or something. I don't have the exact quote. I do have a moment, I think, before she finally hears this. She drops her tray. I, I think that's after that. Is that after that? But yeah. She drops her tray of food in the middle of the cafeteria. And the students just clap? Yeah, every, everyone <laughs> starts clapping. What? Is yeah. that? I have no idea. Well, I guess it's like, you know, when you're in a restaurant and you hear a glass break, like a waiter drops a glass, people do clap. Oh, they do? Yeah, I've I've had that happen quite a few times. Oh. Well, not, I haven't. Thankfully, in my time as a waiter, I never dropped and broke a glass that I can remember. But I've been around people that have okay. and like people so, do clap. So it's one of those like, oh, you dummy, you did that. Right. Yeah, or it's like a Mazel Tov type of deal, I guess. Like, you know, isn't it a Jewish weddings where they like stomp on a plate or something? They stomp on a glass. Uh, yeah, a glass under a sheet. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I was just like, that's weird. And then they yeah, just it go is back. A thing. They, and then they just go back, and no one like pays any more attention to her after that. And then she starts going crazy. 
Yeah, she starts going crazy, like running up to people and like trying to focus in on their thoughts, mm -hmm. but she can't because she doesn't know how to control her new power. Well, it seems to work when she runs up and then grabs a person and she can hear oh, their okay. one thought. <laughs> like, but it, she's not getting any real information out of it. Everyone's thought should be, why is this girl grabbing me? <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. Who is this yeah. girl? Why is she? Like, yeah. we all know who she is, but we still have to ask, who is she? <laughs> yeah. So after a, a couple of seconds of going crazy and trying to figure out who said next, by this time tomorrow, I'm going to kill everybody. She passes out on the ground. Mm -hmm. And the next thing we know is Buffy waking up outside and the gang, the Scooby gang is huddled around her and Buffy can hear their thoughts before she opens her eyes. My question was, how did they get her outside? Mm -hmm. Like, like Cordelia says one of the smartest things. She was like, I told them not to move you. They probably severed your spinal cord, like moving you, you know, like not mm -hmm. to move someone that's like passed out like that. Yeah. Does, does the librarian come in and say, oh, no, I got this. Like, yeah, a girl just like, is there no out. school nurse. Not anymore. Not after the fish episode. Oh, you're right. But it probably should be since it's, there's no replacement. Since the newspaper has its own obit section. Fair. <laughs> like, it should so be Buffy, EMTs on site. <laughs> so Buffy wakes up and she starts hearing their thoughts, and everyone's like, "Oh, thank God, she's waking up. Oh, cool, she's waking up." And Buffy wakes up and she's like, "Guys, I have something important to tell you. When I was in the cafeteria, I heard someone think that they're gonna." kill people tomorrow in school that's that's worrying we need to figure out who thought that and buffy gets up and she starts to walk towards the school again she starts to hear everyone's thoughts and she gets a headache and she's like oh fuck i get oh god this sucks and then giles grabs her and he's like dude you shouldn't go back in there like you gotta figure some shit out we need to figure some shit out this we don't want you to like hurt yourself going in there trying to figure it out but buffy's like but we gotta stop whoever's gonna like kill the people and then willow's like we'll take care of that and buffy's like okay make a list of everyone who's in the cafeteria and Willow's like got it and i'll do some like profiling or whatever well <laughs> like, first do you think like nobody got out of the cafeteria since you passed out well first xander makes a who hasn't thought of coming into the school with a semi-automatic and just doing something oh yeah 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 <laughs> and so was like who hasn't thought about that and, and everybody looks at him like jesus dude yeah and i was like mm, it's gonna be interesting to see joe try to stand up for his boy xander after that line <laughs> i mean i make jokes like that all the time yeah. mostly like more, more xander more... is the type of person that might do that though yeah yeah he's like i make more jokes about like ah, i'm gonna go jump off a bridge like, I always make jokes like that. Oh, yeah. But, like, I am with Xander on not, like, shooting up a place. But I have, like, idle thoughts about, like, what if I just fucking... And Bill Burr has a joke about this. Yeah. Like, it's, like, a, a minor inconvenience can force you to, like... Bill Burr's joke is, like, he said he was going to make a pie for Thanksgiving. And he's, like, and that just... Thinking about making that pie... It just bothered me so much that I was like, ah, you know what? I'll just might kill myself and then I wouldn't have to make that pie. <laughs> I think a more apt Bill Burr would be the one where he's talking about driving 
And then he's just like, oh, if, oh I shift examining my, it. if I shift my hand a little bit to the right and he can hit a curve full of people. And he's like, oh, my God, this man just lost his mind. He didn't even try to hit the brakes. And he's like, other way? Just, oh, he drove home safe and sound. Yeah. Like, that weird, that's like, Bill. He brought yeah. the potato salad yeah. to the picnic. Yeah. One of the worst <laughs> horrific scenes we've ever seen. Like, <laughs> no even evidence he tried to slow down. Yeah. Oh, that's Bill. You know, he's, yeah. We'll set you up with our friend. Yeah. But yeah, like it's, I'm with Xander that people do have thoughts like that. Yeah. And like everybody looked at him like he's crazy. I'm well, the problem him. was that it wasn't that like everyone has thoughts. Like it was like, like Xander. They were like, oh, Xander has those thoughts. Xander yeah. said that he him saying that meant like he had those thoughts. Yeah. And they're like, oh, boy. Um, And uh, what else? Oh, and then they do this thing where Willow goes, OK, I'll go in and I'll interview every student. And I was just yeah. like, oh, we know it's not a student, right? And I was like, oh, are they not going to remember that teacher that she bumped into at first? And mm-hmm. before it ends, uh, Buffy goes, oh, and check out Mr. Beach. Uh, he mentioned something about students. I was like, oh, great. Yeah. She actually remembered that. Cool. Now, I, wanna, I want to make this distinction or this thought, my perception of what happened right now. When Buffy heard the voice of, by this time tomorrow, I'm going to kill everybody in here. Mm -hmm. When I heard that, it sounded like a man's voice. Yes. Was it a man's voice to you? Yes. Okay. They're doing a lot of misleads. Okay. And they ask in this scene, oh, could you tell if it was a man or woman? She's like, all the voices kind of got mixed up. Yeah. When when that happens, when they're like, could you tell it was a man or a woman? Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know. I was like, I know. It was a man's voice. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Yeah, they, they kind of uh, play a little loose with the info they give you. Yeah. So Giles is like, all right, well, we're going to take you home, Buffy. You need to rest up. This is weird uh, what you're going through. We're going to make sure that you uh, we're going to research and see if we can cure you of this. And Buffy's like, Giles, do you think I'm going to be okay? And Giles is like, uh, I think that we need to do a research and we will figure a way to figure this out. And as he's walking away, he goes, because if we don't think in his mind, mm-hmm. he's thinking, because if we don't figure a way to cure Buffy of this, she's going to go insane. And Buffy's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but also, how does Giles have the allowance to drive Buffy home out of school? Uh, there's no rules at the school. There's a dude um, just lurking around in the library. Yeah. So so then we go back to the library and the gang is has made a list of everyone that was in the lunchroom. Don't know how they did that, but Willow's like, all right, everybody, you have your assignments. You need to go and interview these people based on the criteria and the questions that I have laid out for you. Um and this is what the FBI uses and their questions to try and profile who could be a potential killer. And everyone's like, okay. So Xander has some questions and he's got a list of people to ask. Oz has some people and Cordelia has some people. So then they have a discussion as well about uh, how often school shootings happen. Like Oz makes a, this is where Oz makes the comment about like, man, it's crazy that someone's thinking about shooting up the school or like killing everybody in school. Uh, It's crazy how often that happens these days. And I was, and then after figuring out 
the Columbine happened after this episode, I was like, I wonder how common it was before Columbine, you know? Um, but then they all disperse and they're all like, all right, we, we have our targets. We are going to go interview these people and figure out who thought that they were going to kill everybody. So then the next scene is Buffy in bed and boy, oh boy, <laughs> what happens next is amazing. So Buffy's in her little cow print pajamas and her mom is walking in and out of the room. She's like, you need another pillow? You need another blanket? You need another pillow? I just want to take care of you. You want some chicken and star soup? You want some chicken and star soup? And then Buffy's like, mom, calm down. Like you're, you're at, you're being a real busybody and being really worrisome. Like, why don't you just come and hang out with me? I really need someone to sit here with me. And I really would love it if you would just sit here. And Buffy's mom is like, I, I know that that's what you need, Buffy, but I don't want, I don't want to be here around you while you can read minds basically. <laughs> and as she's yeah, I don't know why up, she keeps coming in. I'll be like, all right, you're good. I'm, I'm bouncing. Yeah. So the mom's walking away and then Buffy sits up in a really violent fashion and Buffy goes, mom, you had sex with Giles and Joyce turns around. She's like, I mean, and she goes on top of a cop car and Buffy goes, and and Joyce like, I mean, I mean, and Buffy goes twice. And then Buffy's mom just goes, Buffy, we're on the candy, okay? We're teenagers, we're on candy. And she storms out. <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, God. It's just one of those classic Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, here's a random twist in the episode that you don't. Yeah, a little payoff from yeah. like way, 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 but it's way like, I didn't realize that Faith was going to sleep with Xander the episode that it happened. I didn't realize this was going to be, oh, the Giles Joyce reveal. <laughs> so I, so we obviously saw them like making out and all this stuff. I wasn't convinced that they actually had sex, but now it's confirmed. Oh, really? I wasn't convinced. I thought they were just like making th- out and maybe some hand stuff. I thought they had sex even at his place before she showed up there that day. Maybe like a OTPCG, you know? Rip it, don't mess around, man. Yeah. But... Now Buffy knows that Giles and Joyce have fornicated. This and she is not happy about this. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> um, so Willow has narrowed down the list and she gives everybody their assignments and Cordelia makes some kind of talk about how she wants to basically bang Wesley and She's like, I want to be in Wesley's group. And Willow's like, there is no Wesley's group. All right. This is who you're interviewing. Willow like snaps and everybody. Yeah. yeah Willow like, this is what really we're doing. Like losing it in this situation. Yeah. So I think this is where the outfit happens with Willow. She's worn this outfit before. She has? Yes, she has. You could Willow? probably find it on our Instagram as one of Joe's fashion corners. Willow's wearing with this shirt. Yeah, she's worn this before. A yellow bucket hat. Is this that outfit? Oh, maybe it's. It, is it the shirt with the cat? Oh on it? no 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 no! This is the sparkly. She's still in the sparkly uh, 
Is it a cat or a whale? Yeah, it's some it's some type of like caricature or something. She's worn that shirt before. And she's got these fucking awful jeans with this flower patterns on them too. Terrible. But she is interviewing Jonathan. And she is doing this like really over the top, like law and order. We got the lights off and the the light bulb is shining in Jonathan's face type of questions. We've seen this before too. Yeah. Her, her, she did this during the uh the swim episode also. Yeah. With Jonathan, which was like I was like, I know I've seen this somewhere before. And she starts out with like fantasies are fun. And she's like leaning over the back of him and it's like what because last time she only found out he peed in the pool yeah yeah and she's like does it ever make you feel like you want to act on these fantasies and you know people don't think of us as like powerful but once you act on these fantasies people will take notice and then you'll feel powerful huh and jonathan's looking at her like what are you getting at dude (laughs) like i don't understand what this is all about he's like really no selling her he's just (laughs) like i mean sure wouldn't everybody feel that way (laughs) yeah um and so she's really getting nothing out of jonathan and oz is interviewing a basketball player and the basketball player hogan oh he's interviewing hogan and hogan's and uh hogan's like all right so you you're doing a personality test and Oz is like, yeah, we're doing a personality test for the yearbook. It's really not a big deal. Just uh, answer these questions. And I forget what Oz's question is, but it's something like, do you ever have like crazy thoughts that you want to act on and be like powerful or something? And and Hogan's like, I mean, yeah, sure. Or he gives some kind of diplomatic answer. He's like, did I get that right? I want this to look good in the yearbook. Yeah, it was something, it wasn't about like weird thoughts. It was like competitive nature or like perfectionism. And like oh, him yeah, saying yeah. like, I want to get this right. I was like, okay, yeah, like you are that. Like he's like, is that a right answer? I want to get yeah. this right. I don't want to do bad on this. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. I don't know what answer would make him more likely to be a killer, but yeah. Yeah. So Cordelia goes into that teacher's room mr beach that was thinking of like oh this place would be great if it wasn't for all the students she walks in there and she goes hey mr beach you ever think about killing a bunch of students oh this is for the yearbook by the way (laughs) (laughs) i love she just came and she had asked him yeah are you planning to kill all the students tomorrow (laughs) then we have xander interviewing a group of girls and he's like, what's your ideal first date? And what's your type and all this stuff? <laughs> Shamelessly just not sticking to the script, I guess. I mean, that's uh, Xander's uh, Xander's saving grace this episode. Yeah. So then Oz goes to interview the newspaper guy, Freddie Iverson. And he goes in there and he's like, Freddie, you in here? And he's looking around. And he's like, huh, well, Freddie's not here. And then he leaves, and then the camera pans down to below the desk where Freddie is hiding under the desk. And then so you're like, oh, shit. My thought was, why is he hiding from these people? <laughs> like, the, right? What, what does he think they're going to ask him? I have um, no idea. Yeah, that was my real time thought. But it's supposed to make you believe, like, oh, this disturbed... Mm-hmm. newspaper writer goth looking guy 
He's, yeah. he's in all black. He's in all yeah. black. Obviously evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't seen him smoke a cigarette, so. <laughs> <laughs> True. So then we go to Buffy's house, and it's it's nighttime, and Buffy's at her window, and she's just looking out. She's hearing all the thoughts of the people that are in her neighborhood. She's hearing some guy like, is it really worth it to keep working this job? She overhears some lady like, what's one more drink? I'll just have another drink. It's not that big of a deal. And then Buffy slams the window shut. And she's like, God, I can't take this anymore. Gets into bed. And she can still hear everyone's thoughts. Slamming the window did nothing. Um, and she is having a hard time going to sleep just because she has all of these thoughts going through her head and she hates it. And the range has gotten a lot better too. Like Right? Like <laughs> I guess the longer that she has it, the more intense it is. So these demons would not be able to function. No. If this is how the demons communicate. Maybe they I mean unless they it. have unless they have honed the skill of mind reading to like just a you know yeah, you look at that person and say it, yeah. But Buffy have. doesn't have that mental training yet. Yeah. So then we go to the library and Giles and Wesley, they're trying to figure out this like potion or spell or something to figure out how to cure Buffy. And they, they think they've got it. They have no idea if this has ever worked because no one's ever come back from this. It always works. I mean, it always works. <laughs> like, yeah. it's something you just have to accept with the show. Like, they mm-hmm. got to they gotta wrap up the story. And somehow they didn't know what this thing was or what would happen. And then they figured out. Oh, we just need to whip up this in the library. Yeah. <laughs> with, with ingredients in the library. I know, yeah, we need the heart of the other demon, of course. Yeah. Because we know so, that yeah. demon's anatomy. Yeah, Wesley is like, you think this will work? And Giles is like, I mean, it might. We'd have no idea. And we don't even have all the ingredients. We need the heart of the other demon. And who the good, fuck knows where that is? Buffy let it run away. Yeah. And Wesley is like, well... I don't know how we're going to figure that out. And then he walks away and then Giles calls him a Burke, which I had never heard before. Wait, is that what happens? Cause I wasn't sure what happened. He was like, who's going to get it. And then he goes, right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause Wes is like, well, who, who can we get to get this, uh, heart of the demon? And, and he walks away and Giles is like, you're such a Burke. And I looked up what Burke means. And it is, uh, this is according to Wiktionary. This is a quote. A Burke is British slang, and it is a synonym for cunt, <laughs> uh, stupid person, and fool. Twat. Twit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Wesley is all of those things. <laughs> Gotta love that PG getting around <laughs> calling Wesley a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so they're like, who are we going to go get to get this demon heart? Cut to Angel beating the shit out of this demon in the playground. Real easy to find, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Angel's beating him up, and then the demon gets away. (laughs) Same shot. I swear that is the same shot of it running away, just like zoomed in a little bit that we have from Buffy. So Buffy wakes up, and she is feeling disturbed she is like, fuck, this is awful. And Joyce is there and Joyce is really worried about her. She's like really concerned about what's going on with her. So we go back to school and the student interviews continue. Uh, Xander's interviewing 
Larry and he's like, Larry, I bet you got a lot of pent up frustration. You got a lot of, a lot of woe, a lot of inner turmoil because of your whole, you know, gay situation. And I know that it might be a secret or whatever, but you know, if you got to talk about it and then Larry goes, what do you mean? What kind of secret? I'm gay, says it super loud. He goes, I'm out, Xander. I'm out of the closet. And I feel freer and better than ever before. It's awesome. Yeah, no one in the around them even reacts. Like, yeah. He's like, what, about being gay? Yeah. He's like, no, no one cares. <laughs> and then Xander's like, oh, well, all right. Um, never mind, I guess. And then Larry goes back to the whole like, but Xander, I can tell it's really bothering you, the whole gay thing. And then Xander's like, dude, I'm not fucking gay. Are <laughs> it's weird that he doesn't get defensive. He just doesn't like, I don't know what, Xander's like confused more than he is like defensive. Yeah. Which is not what we would have seen. Like not when like uh, the cops are talking about wrestling. He's like, oh, no, no, no homo, like no gay stuff. Like here he's just like. I think he's like so shocked that someone could be openly gay in school. <laughs> yeah. But like good for Larry. Yeah. Um, but then Larry's like, I could. But it seems like you really need to come out of the closet, Xander. And I know a guy that can really help with that. You know, Freddie Iverson, the newspaper guy. He could write up a really nice coming out of the closet thing for you and put it in the newspaper. And then this is where Xander's like, Freddie Iverson. Huh. Yeah. And then he goes back to the gang and they're all like, yeah, Freddie Iverson's the only guy that we couldn't find to interview. So now we all kind of suspect that it's this guy, Freddie Iverson, because he wears black and he's got. How these... did they know everybody that was in the cafeteria? That's what I said <laughs> earlier, like, dude. I know. I it's just like, like, how did they know Freddie Iverson was in there? Well, how did they like nobody came in or, or out? out? Like, like. How long was Buffy passed out for? Like, I, I just don't get it. And my thing is, I'm thinking they have to take the test on themselves as a control measure. And I don't think Xander or Oz would pass that test. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, well, I mean, Oz might, but Xander probably wouldn't. No, Xander I, would be too paranoid about the test. Oz would like, answer questions weirdly. Very right. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, but they all bust into the newspaper place and freddie's not there oh wait no this is later because now they're just talking about interviewing no. freddie right no, or do they go. they go to the newspaper place um do, 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 do. um no they go to freddie later okay so oh, no they, no they go to freddie's they go to freddie's room and then he's like outside of it and he's hiding out or something Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he's, like, yeah, standing yeah. outside. Like, they go in, and he's, like, out around the corner. Oh, it's yeah, because like it's locked, look. right? They're, like, jiggling the handle. Yeah, he's, like, looking over his shoulder, like, oh, my God. They're yeah. on to me. The, the Scooby gang is on to me. Yeah. Um. So then Wesley, Giles, and Joyce are at Buffy's house, and they're all watching over Buffy sleep, and they're like, man, we're surprised that she could I even get to sleep. I don't think Wesley's there. He's not there yet. Well, no, he, he is there. I thought it was Giles and... Joyce in the in the hallway and she's like, Oh, can she read our minds? She's like, No, she's too far. Wesley's definitely I definitely have Wesley written that he's there, but it doesn't okay. really matter. Um, but they hear like really loud banging on the door, and then they all go downstairs and they open the door, and Angel comes in with a sheet over his head like a ghost 
to avoid the sunlight. It's smoke coming off it's of it. smoke coming out of it. Great effect. Mm-hmm. Um, takes the sheet off and he's got this glowing potion in a little beaker or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got it. And they're like, fuck yeah, dude. This is awesome. You're such a MVP angel. You're the shit. Crazy that he got it off screen. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we just show him defeat the demon and not have the demon add run a little away? Bit of, I guess to add a little bit of drama or something. Well, we know she's going to get better. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, Angel rushes up, to, up the stairs to give Buffy the potion. He sits with her. He force feeds it to her. And she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and he's like, just shut up and drink it. Oh, so funny. Little like slimy shit floating in it at the top, too. Oh, and she takes like the smallest of steps. Um, yeah. Also, he's sitting directly in sunlight during this whole yeah. scene. <laughs> like, or, or the remaster. <laughs> there are no lights on in that room, and he's got a bunch of light coming off from, from that window. Yeah. Well, this is, I think, the first time that I haven't brought up issue with this, and you yeah. did. Yeah. So I guess that means it's legit. Well, <laughs> they showed him run in from daylight and then go into our bedroom, which is yeah. fully daylit. Yeah. So she drinks it and then she calms down for a second and then she just starts like violently shaking and she's like, nah, nah. and then Angel turns, he's like, Giles, Giles. And then we cut away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, what's going on with Buffy? So then we have the big reveal. We have a big reveal. Mm-hmm. And it is someone up in the school's like bell tower. And <laughs> the school has a bell tower. They are unpacking a gun. They have it in a nice little case and they're opening it up. And we pan up to reveal it is Jonathan. Jonathan's got this gigantic sniper rifle. And he's posted up in the bell tower. And he's going to start assembling this gun. And you're like, oh, shit. My first thought when I saw this was, Jonathan, you can't kill everybody with this gun. No. Yeah, that's a one-shot reload. (laughs) I was like, this is a heavy reload situation. (laughs) I was like, this isn't a... What we find out later is also dumb, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a, I was like, okay, this isn't like, this doesn't sound like what the, what she overheard. Also, Jonathan is like drenched in sweat. <laughs> He's so like, sweaty. They, it's like they dumped a bucket of water on him <laughs> to do this yeah. scene. Uh, so then we go back to Buffy's house and Angel's sitting next to her bed and he's like, it looks like he's like praying. He's got his head slumped over and Buffy wakes up and he's like. Do you hear it? Can it? Can you hear any thoughts? Do you hear anything? And Buffy's like, no, I've been cured. And we're like, woo, yay, Buffy. Yeah. Um, so then the gang, finally, the Scooby gang, they finally catch up to Freddy. In his office. Yeah. He just went back to his office? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. And they bust in there and they're like, all right, Freddy, you got some splaining to do, buddy. We interviewed everybody. You were in the lunchroom. We think that you're about to get ready to kill all these people in school. And how could you? I should have known it from the start. You're the dark and brooding, apathetic, all black wearing kid. And Freddy's like, whoa, 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 what? Shoot a bunch of people. Kill people. What are you talking about? I thought that you guys were coming in here to bully me because I gave the dingoes ate my baby a bad review. 
And then Oz is like, what? And he picks up the newspaper and he reads Freddy's review of Dingo's Ate My Baby, which is... They played like they had plump Polish sausages taped to their fingers. And Oz goes... And Freddy goes, sorry about that. And Oz goes, no, that's pretty fair. (laughs) I don't understand how this band is booking shows at the Bronze that has like real musical acts. But we've also seen them play and they're not bad. They're good. But they always make fun of them being bad and not knowing how to play music. Well, Oz... Oz does. And like even like when he was with uh, the lead singers, like, yeah, most bands know more than three chords. Yeah. And it's like, it's a weird vibe. Um, like how do I learn how to play is it hard to learn how to play guitar like you do not the way I do it not the way I do it <laughs> like yeah they're floating in that weird thing where they're good and don't believe they're good or yeah but then they also aren't good because this review is saying well I mean it feels like this guy would have given anything a bad review like I don't think that he's given anything a good review except for maybe like something ironically but Oz is also like yeah this is kind of true Freddie's a real Vance <laughs> genius Freddie Iverson is a genius <laughs> so after the like oh okay so it wasn't you we don't need to worry about you Freddie you just were worried about getting bullied about the uh, Dingo's review and then Xander looks over at him and goes oh also if Larry comes over with some kind of uh, coming out special thing don't worry about that that's that's not true and everyone's like what what is that <laughs> And then Buffy busts in. Wait, what? Doesn't Buffy bust in the office at this point? No. Um, yeah, she does. does Buffy she? shows up, and she's yeah. like, "Guys, I'm cured. I don't have. To, I can't read people's minds anymore." And they're like, "That's great. We still don't know who the killer is, and time is running out. Time is of the essence." And Cordelia sits down, and she reads like a fan mail thing—not not a fan mail, but like a letter to the editor. And Freddie's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I get a bunch of these." And the thing that Cordelia starts reading is about—it's like a suicide or like a manifesto, like a killer's manifesto or something. And then she's like, "Man, doesn't anybody want to review the cheerleaders?" And it's like, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah, she read it out loud and did not put did not see anything except for herself in it yeah um, it's like a it's like a death note like oh you're all gonna remember me after all the stuff that i do mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit and we're like oh my god and it's signed uh jonathan i and guess then, it's signed john because willow looks at it yeah and she goes it's jonathan oh that guy's so slippery he just escaped my grasp yeah so then we go back to jonathan assembling the gun and now the gang is all running around trying to find him. Uh, Willow goes into the library. She's like, Jonathan? Somebody goes into a classroom. It's like, Jonathan? Xander goes into the cafeteria and goes, Jonathan, where are you? And he doesn't see him. And he goes and he looks to his left and he goes, ooh, Jello. Gets distracted by fucking Jello. Which is crazy because they panned across like cake before, too. <laughs> and I, just I mean... Think- I understand why this happens yes. for the payoff at the end. But I was like, you're looking for a mass murderer and you're like, ooh, Jello," And then you just go off and follow fucking Jello? Are you kidding me, dude? Also, I feel like that school has Jello every day at lunch. Yeah. And also it's Jello. It's dude, not Jell-O a, it's not is a, so overrated, dude. It's not like this thing that's rare. 
Jello is not rare. Those yeah. Jello cups existed then. But yeah, Xander goes and he follows his nose to the Jello, and then Buffy's outside on the quad. She's looking around. She looks around, and then she looks over. She looks up into the bell tower, and she sees Jonathan there, standing in plain sight, just holding a rifle like a fucking big dumb dipshit. Like, good god, dude! And she starts looking around, like, "Fuck, how am I going to get up to the bell tower in time?" And then she just makes no attempt at hiding any of this. She runs up the uh, like uh, like the handrail st- of the stairs, mm-hmm. jumps up, parkours her way onto the roof mm-hmm. with this physically impossible flip. She does like a leap that's like a three foot vertical. <laughs> Yeah, and then pulls and then she starts. <laughs> she swings, and then does like a backflip onto the roof, and in planes, there's like 30, 40 people in the quad. Everybody's outside, and everybody's looking at her doing this. Yeah, and the the girl that Buffy was cheating on, uh, cheating off of in class, <laughs> sees her do that, and she goes, "I could fucking do that if I really wanted to." <laughs> And that's when I was like, I wrote down, the students of the school are so delusional. This is why they don't know about vampires. Yeah. Like, it, well, like you can't see her do this and that be the only reaction. Yes. And also, like, you can't see her do this and then not follow her elsewhere. <laughs> and, or, or follow her eyes and be like, oh, there's a guy with a gun up there. Yeah. Like, you don't, like, see where she's going or why she's doing this. Yeah. Like, Buffy has never done this before in school. She's done, like, punches, but, like, she's never done, like, that run up the staircase is great. Then the, yeah. Then the jump and then the, like, pulling The run up the up. staircase, physically possible. Physically possible. Cool visual. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. The jump to grab, like, the awning, that's, I would still say that that's in the realm of possibility for, like, a parkour expert, maybe. Not for an 18-year-old girl that hasn't done i don't know but that flip up onto the roof <laughs> yeah. is physically impossible the with core strength those crunches were not giving her that core strength like <laughs> i don't care if she's a slayer i don't care there's no way that that she would have landed on that roof well the slayers yeah slayers are no. super natural you're saying we saw her jump yeah. over like a, a 10 foot fence yeah, but like the physics of this, like the momentum would have taken. There's no way that she would have done this. There's no fucking way. Her, she had, um, she's got the witch powers of Willow guiding her through the air. She was, right. she rode a cloud in a tortoise the other day. You're saying uh, she can't do this? You know what? You're right. Come on, Giles. I forgot about, I forgot about the cloud on, and the tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like I can't believe the student that I can't believe that was that girl's reaction. I could do yeah. that if I wanted to. Like what? So then Buffy runs over to the clock tower and Jonathan's drenched in sweat. He's got his gun fully assembled now. And she, Buffy bursts into this, like breaks through the... <laughs> what the, is this room too? I have no idea. There's no bell in there. Like it's a bell tower, but there's no bell it looks like. It looks like it's like... It looks it's like, a, like a watch. It looks like a maintenance shed. It looks like it has like that, that wall yeah. full of tools. But yeah. why are they up there? Who keeps their tools at the top of a... 
The purpose of this tower is for snipers. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's literally <laughs> the only purpose this thing could have. <laughs> but Buffy busts, busts in. Like, I'm not joking when I say busts, breaks in. She breaks through a wall, like a little like blind thing to get in there. And Jonathan turns around and he points his gun at Buffy. He's like, stay back. Stay back, Buffy. And she's like, all right, I will. I'll stay back. But Jonathan, you can't be doing this. And he's like, what do you care? What do you care? You all don't fucking, you don't care about me. You know, you you probably think I'm up here. You think I'm some short, dumb idiot. And then Buffy, uh, Don Draper's him. And she goes, actually, I don't think about you at all. <laughs> you know what? Most people don't think about you at all. You're insignificant, dude. And let me tell you why. You think it's because that nobody cares about you. You think that it's... And she starts walking towards me. He's like, stay back. I'll fucking shoot you. She's and I'm like, like, all right. She's a slayer, but bullets will kill her. Yeah, exactly. And then she starts, you know, waxing poetic about, you know, look, dude. Nobody thinks about you. Not because they don't care about you or they think that you're a short idiot or you're a nerd or whatever. It's just like nobody thinks about you because everybody's thinking about themselves. Everybody's worried about their own shit. Everybody's going through all these stresses in life in life. And if you think that they're worried about your problems, you're you're you are an idiot because they don't care about you at all. And I learned that the last couple of days because uh, of my mind reading abilities that I will not tell you about. And she's looking out the window and she's basically standing right next to Jonathan at this point. And Jonathan's like looking at her mouth agape mm-hmm. and she's like, and then after her speech about you, know, like everybody's going through their own shit. She turns to Jonathan. And she's like, you know, I could have taken that gun from you at any moment right now. And he's like, I know that she goes, but I'd prefer if we did it this way. And she holds out her hand and Jonathan gives her the gun and she goes, I mean, I don't know what you were thinking about doing, man. Like you're like, you think that you're doing this all for the attention. Like this isn't the attention that you want. And he's like, do it for the attention. What are you talking about? I didn't want anybody's attention. She's like, you were going to shoot people. Like this isn't the way to do it. This isn't the way to get good attention. And Jonathan's like, I wasn't going to hurt anybody. I would never do that. I came up here to kill myself. And then Buffy's like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So there's there's another part of this like early on where he's like, oh, you wouldn't know. You're beautiful and athletic. Yeah. Like everyone knows she's athletic. Yet somehow Principal Snyder hasn't forced her to play sports. Yeah, I forgot to mention that he does say, like, yeah, it's real easy for you to say, like, you're beautiful and athletic. That's a real crippler. Yeah, she's like, oh, you don't even know how bad I have. <laughs> you little troll, you sweaty troll. <laughs> like, like, indicate. So they have that, and that's kind of why they set up her, like, uh, you know, oh, I hate being this player. It's not that easy. Um, yeah. He put together the most convoluted gun if he was planning to kill himself Mm -hmm. physically it's like a shotgun where it's almost impossible to shoot yourself with yeah uh like Like he has to like hold it like like, arms outstretched super far (laughs) yeah like 
no, like this this is complete like forced mislead. There's no way he's shooting himself in the head with a sniper rifle. Maybe that's the only gun he has. That's the only gun he, has. <laughs> he could have jumped out of the tower. How did he get that gun? Like is his dad like ex-military or something? Yeah, like that is like heavy the, duty. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's not a gun that you would shoot yourself with. Um and then when he hands it to Buffy and they're standing in the windowsill, I'm like, you guys should back up yeah because they just saw you run up here and now they're seeing him hand you a gun and then buffy like uh disarms it like she i thought she was gonna like break it down like in those jackie chan movies like, where yeah. he would just like take the whole gun apart yeah disassemble um, it in yeah. like two seconds but she takes the one uh bullet out of the uh out of chamber the chamber which uh i don't know how she knows how to do that since she yeah that's really what i was thinking she doesn't train with guns at all um, yeah, she, but she was straight up military right there. Um, Maybe Xander gave her some military guy training. <laughs> yeah, where's Xander? Maybe she read read Xander's mind, got the military guy training, and Xander's military guy training said, "Oh, if you see Jello, you go to Jello." Yeah, but yeah, that was a. Oh, oh, another thought I had with this was that I didn't believe at all that Jonathan was planning to shoot people, um, even when this was happening, because. From all of our exchanges with our fans and our comments on Jonathan, if Jonathan was to somehow turn out to be a mass shooter at a mm-hmm. school, I don't think people would have been like, yeah, Jonathan should have been in that episode. Or like, yeah, I was like in doppelgangerland. We were like, yeah. Jonathan needs to be there with a big glug or giant yeah. glug or whatever. It would have really been just a damaging thing for him. So I didn't think that he was actually going to shoot everyone. I will say that it was a nice, like, because we've been seeing hints of Jonathan all throughout the series, and it was a nice way to, like, fold him into a main storyline for at least this episode, you know? Like, it was pretty cool, like, all these Easter eggs of Jonathan, and then it finally builds up into, well, what ends up to be really nothing, but he was an integral part of this this episode. Well, he was mad when Buffy saved him from the swim team bullies. Mm-hmm. Because it was like the male, e- that was the male ego episode of yeah. rapey dudes, swim yeah. team, and uh, and Xander being like, hey, I can handle Larry. Yeah. Didn't Larry come out in that episode too? I think he did. I think he, I think he came out in yeah. that fish episode. Was it? the When all the swim team was turning into. No. When did he go to the locker room? When does Larry come out? I know it's in the locker room. Yeah. I don't think it is the swim team episode, to be honest. I feel like it was. It might have been because it was one of those interrogation scenes, again, where everyone was yeah, going around interrogating. Right. It might have been. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so Jonathan's like, I would never hurt anybody. I would. I was came up here to kill myself. Like, why would you kill yourself up there? Also. Yeah, like if you you sent a letter in to the school paper, in the middle of the day. I mean, he like, who knows when he sent that in because the guy hasn't been. No, but like, why would he kill himself there in the middle of the day? I guess to like make everybody feel bad about not thinking about him. Yeah, it's a little bit of, you know. yeah, whatever. Yeah. So after he's like, I'm not going to kill, I wasn't going to hurt anybody. I was going to kill myself. And Buffy's like, wait a second, what? We cut to Xander, and Xander is walking in the cafeteria, and he's following his nose to the jello. And he goes to grab the jello, and he's about to eat it, and then he looks up. And he sees the lunch lady who is just dumping a gigantic box of rat poison into this gigantic pot. 
and giving the shifty eyes. It is the most cartoonish thing I've ever seen in my life. And I kind of love it. Like, it's not great, but I kind of love it. It was very funny. And this is where I was like, is this tactful? <laughs> is this <laughs> well, the, like, the, the scene before they're dealing about with like everybody's going through their own pain this guy's about to kill himself this is like serious subject matter yeah. and then the literal next scene is like a woman evilly and cartoonishly like shifty eyes putting a gigantic enormous box of rat poison into like a stew it's like <laughs> It's like powdered detergent level, and like you just hear it splashing. Like it's the amount, the size of the pot, and the size of the box of rat poison she's pulling in there is yeah. more poison than food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, also, the cafeteria. Okay, outside was full of people, right? Mm-hmm. And the cafeteria also has people in it. Mm-hmm. Like she should have done this the night before. Like, it's no way she's po- she's doing this during the service. Yeah, it seems like she's doing this. It seemed like after lunch. <laughs> yeah, like people already have food. Yeah. So Xander and her have like a moment of eye contact, and Xander throws the jello down. He's like, oh shit, everybody, yeah. put the food down. He runs outside, starts slapping trays and slapping dishes out of people's hands. The lunch lady grabs a gigantic meat cleaver and starts yeah. chasing him. Xander slapping all this stuff, and then he eventually does the old trip and fall. And <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, the old trip and fall. They can't, they can't help it. Yeah, and the lunch lady comes out with her giant meat cleaver in front of, I would say, in the, in this cafeteria, 20. at least twenty people. At least twenty. And she's got this meat cleaver reared back. She's going to come down and chop Xander. Um, and Buffy comes in. She grabs her arm and saves Xander. And she's like, oh, I should have known it was you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't even know how she knew to come straight to the cafeteria then. Right? How the fuck did she know it was the lunch lady? She just jumped straight down from the tower, ran to the cafeteria. And then Buffy and the lunch lady have a fight in front of these at least 20 people. Mm-hmm. And the lunch lady's holding her own for a second mm-hmm. against the Slayer. Lunch lady's punching Buffy. Buffy's spin kicking this lunch lady. Yo, and everyone's just watching. Yeah. And then Buffy kicks her like two or three times and then finishes her off with like a gigantic spin kick. And the lunch lady goes flying over a table, falls over a table, and then has the most cartoonish like, like, <laughs> like pass out, knockout moment. Yeah. And it's absolutely hilarious. And I loved it. Yeah. I mean, but I, kinda... I felt like this really undercut the serious nature of this. Oh, yeah. My episode. undercutting happens later. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, I I knew they would have another twist because like I was saying, I, I didn't believe that Jonathan was going to have this hill turn kind of like faked it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think I know exactly the moment of undercutting with you. <laughs> yeah. Because it was very weird and like really bitchy. Yes. Um, so let's get to it. So it's school the next day, and Buffy and Willow are walking to school, and all that Willow's concerned about is like, how did it go with Angel? <laughs> They're talking about like 
oh, do you think Angel really loves you? And Buffy's like, yeah, you know, he, he said it again and I feel a lot more secure and I don't really need to be in his mind to cool. know that that he is like into me. And Willow's like, cool. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Giles walks up. Willow walks away. And Giles is like, so she was crazy yesterday, huh? With Jonathan, right? How's he doing? And Buffy's like, he's doing all right. You know, he uh, he is suspended from school. Um, he's getting some counseling now. His parents were upset, but, you know, I went and I visited him and I'm, I've been talking with him and he it seems like he's doing better. He knows what he was doing was wrong. But honestly, I kind of wish I wasn't doing this at this point because he's starting to get those puppy dog eyes where it's like he's going to ask me to prom. And then Giles goes... Well, I mean, if he's if he does ask you, you know, maybe it'd be like the nice thing to do to to go with him. And Buffy goes, fuck no. What am I, St. Buffy? That guy's like three feet tall. I'm not going to fucking go to prom with that shrimp loser. Yeah. I was <laughs> Jesus like, Christ, dude. I was like, so if you're if you relate to Jonathan and you're watching this episode in the 90s, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, OK, all right. Maybe. And there's like, nope, no hope for you. They were yep. just saying what they want to your face. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I was like, you don't need that. It was so she could, catty. She could have been was, like, she could have said something like, uh, yeah, I don't think Angel would like that. Boom. There you go. You like have her say that she's not going to go to the dance with them, but she doesn't shit on this guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, she this was like a Cordelia so line. Yeah. But oh, she was so upset about like, no, the parish, the thought. Yeah, St. Buffy. I'd sooner die than go to prom with that fucking loser. You'll find me in the bell tower. <laughs> <laughs> like, jeez, Buffy. Um, Because the, the scene starts with uh, her being like, you know, it was nice to help someone in a non-slayer capacity. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, nice. You could actually, like help people without having to punch or jump kick them yeah um but no she uh no she just goes and goes right ahead and gives him good roast and yeah um so giles is like well i'm glad to see that uh through all of this you've maintained your personality (laughs) and she's like yep hard to get that away from me and he's like all right well now that we are uh through with that you want to do some training after school and buffy's like yeah i'm down to do some training after school uh if you can find time between fucking my mom and then she walks away and then giles walks directly into a gigantic tree <laughs> like, <laughs> the episode turns into like a looney tunes he walks into a tree yeah the rat it, poison yeah and- rat poison and jello like I mean, jeez, dude. Like, <laughs> but that is it. Roll credits after Giles bumps himself into a tree. And the funniest thing that you were talking about, like, oh, they were like, how's Angel doing? How's Jonathan doing? No mention of the lunch lady who was trying to poison a whole school full of children. Yep. And no mention of if she was successful earlier. Because Xander's slapping trays out of people's mm-hmm. hands. Like, how early did she get to poisoning this you know did she have another gigantic box of rat poison is she suspended is she in jail is she arrested like no no mention of that she's not that important she's just there for a comic well like why is she killing all of them because they're they don't like her food 
They're because mean. you come in every day and you eat filth. You're filthy. And all you do is eat filth. It's like you're the one like, serving it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she like a gourmet chef and like she's sad about her job or career ending up the way that it did. Like I don't know. Like But that is the quote she was like, You guys come in here and you're filthy and all you do is eat filth. Like that's your motivation for mass murder? <laughs> I know. Um Wild. But that is it, everybody. That's yeah. the episode. That is earshot. No idea. Our our fucking oh, yeah. predictions were way way way. Well, way, I way, thought way, way, I thought way, she way would off. overhear. I thought she would overhear something. Um, but I mean, even I, I, like, I didn't. I didn't think. I thought it was going to be overhear something about her being a slayer or demon stuff. I didn't. Yeah. I know she was going to get the power to read minds at all. But the the title has nothing to do with the episode. Like being within earshot, it's like hearing something. I mean, that's, that's a stretch. That's a bit of a stretch. The whole episode is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> this whole series is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> I couldn't uh, hear what it sounded like. A, I couldn't tell if it was a male voice or a female voice. They just yeah. did a male voice so that we think it was a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Um, next episode, Vance, is... So th- this is the weird thing, is the chronology of how these episodes aired. So it went f- enemies... And then this next episode actually is the one that came after Enemies. So Earshot aired much, much later because of the whole Columbine thing. So in the actual uh, chronology of how this episode, how these this show happened back in the day, it went Doppelgangland, Enemies, and then this next episode, which is titled Choices. What do you think Choices so Choices aired on TV then? Or this this is the, we're watching it the way it actually aired. No, we're watching it out of order at this point. Really? Yeah, because Airshot, Earshot got postponed uh, to September, and this Choices actually aired May 4th. Mm. Enemies aired March 16th. Um, so, we're watching, so we're watching it the way it should have been aired, but it didn't. Yes. Okay, yes. gotcha. gotcha. Uh, because the original air date, the Dark. original scheduled air date for Earshot was april 27th nice. so we are actually on yeah the canonical the track yeah yeah that's fine um but yeah the next episode vance is titled choices i think this is having to do with faith having some kind of conflict uh and choices that she has to make and buffy having to make a choice about whether or not to try and save faith or if she's a lost cause all right i think uh it could either be xander choosing between jello or pudding <laughs> <laughs> or uh or wesley choosing between jail or cordelia <laughs> those are my there you have it folks those are other predictions <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening uh join the discord have a lot of lively conversations happening there a lot recently uh join our patreon uh patreon.com backslash boys watching buffy we're gonna have some stuff get in on that early access uh follow the instagram at boys watching buffy write in an email boys watching buffy at gmail.com like rate and review subscribe all that jazz you know if we get a fucking good rate and review we shout you out low incentive there for you you'll be uh shouted out on a world famous buffy the vampire slayer podcast immortalized on the airwaves exactly 
And stay tuned next time, everybody, for when we talk about choices. intense. Yeah, for a minute there, I thought you were going to make an expression. Well, I felt one coming on, I won't lie.